Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, on uh, today, we're on. We have TNA Talk Sex today, but this is a little bit different. Takeover. <laughs> I'm not Christina, and this guy, this bearded man, is not Stephanie. Today, we're going to have really hot guests. <laughs> we're going to talk about sex. We're going to talk about... Uh, our transitional period, not not sex change ages, but uh, other things. And we're, t- uh, we're taking over the show. Like this is this is radical. This is radical stuff. This is we we are the first we are the first uh, guest hosts of TNA Talk Sex, and we are Obi and Buddha from Dude Panel. Which I guess if you listen to the show, you may recognize us, but. We're taking over. We're here. Of course, we've made such. We're a, actually moving a in. We're actually moving in. We were here. We're actually moving in to to Stephanie's apartment, um, <laughs> and because I'm, I'm going nomadic, you also want to move to LA, so we're just gonna move in. And it'll be like and, friends. It'll be like t- we're taking over their life or something. Taking, like a reality taking show. Taking homeless uh, guests. You know, <laughs> homeless sex podcast. Like, yeah, you, you have to have proficiency in the act of sex in order to and touch and emotional and intelligence. Yes, tantric and, uh, technique and communication. Yes, check. There will be, be a formal interview and uh, audition. So, yeah. Oh, an audition. So, Let's, <laughs> let me put in my application. So, right so now. we're really happy to have uh, you two uh, as guests today. Thank you, you know, for having us. We've heard a lot about you, and um, really, uh, just you know, we've been in the LA dating scene for a little while, and have just just heard a lot of stories. Uh, people are talking. <laughs> it seems that you two. Well, we get around. It you know. seems that it seems that you you two have quite the spectrum of experience. TNA. Uh, yes. TNA. TNA has. Have, yes. All the guys are talking, actually. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, uh, you know, I realized I... Can I share this sort of little epiphany I had? You can share anything. Go ahead. Um, I, I grew up actually kind of with a... Um, I don't know. I never want to say something negative. But my, my father was very um, secretive. And I think growing up with like a complicated family divorce, there was a lot of like, don't tell anyone don't tell anyone and so I had this realization I have a little bit of a pattern but like I when I'm dating I like don't want anyone else to know that I'm dating this person mm-hmm. and it's yes. she hides them like are we gonna talk I'm about- like, oh show me a picture she's like no yeah I get super uh-huh. weird and squirrely and I and as of so recently I had this like unfortunate incident with this guy where he kind of made a public statement and I twitched and acted weird and I was like, wait a minute, this is a pattern. I yeah. can think of three men now. Like, he's number three. And I was like, oh, ding, ding, ding. I have a problem. <laughs> I have a problem. Uh, the third one is like the call to action. So I'm working on changing that. I'm like, all right, it's time to publicly announce who no I'm fucking. No shame dating. Oh, yeah, my God. No so this dating. is it? Are we, are we going to publicly announce who you're fucking now? <laughs> well, well, he's no longer in the picture. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> unless I'm able to work it out with him. I, I missed the window. And he, you know, and it's a shame because he kind of, you know, he is of like notable clout in in comedy and and people like and somehow i was like i don't know i'm an individual i don't want to be associated with this excellent comedian who's successful and on tv i hear you and i hear and i and i do realize t as your friend and Uh-oh. work wife i, I know it's russell like, brand by the way sorry. i just wanted to throw that okay i'm sorry i shouldn't have said that but i had to mr mr brand i'm actually open to dating you i actually think he's really great and I, i'm totally in love with him yeah, yeah exactly. you can come on the show any day come on the show anytime we could have a sexual play see if we're a match I, and uh, and I'll talk publicly. We could do a show about it. We'll talk publicly. You will. You will actually be public about that. You won't. You, yeah, you she's, like gonna, she's not going to shame date. Russell but you know what's interesting is because we've now made it like an experiment and it become this public thing where Russell and I would, <laughs> <laughs> where Russ Russ and I would chat about it publicly. I, I would feel like it was a, an experimental project that I you know intellectually you know feel good about. Yeah, I feel good about that too. Yeah, yeah so you know, someone tweet him, let him know that you know I'm ready. <laughs> that he is ready, ready for, for him. <laughs> so about about your other, uh, oh, yeah, what was your, your other comedian lover? Oh, well, you were gonna work wife. You were gonna give me some insight. No, I, I was just gonna say that I th- I do think like like you're in the comedy world, and when when somebody who you've you know really only been on a couple of dates yeah. with makes a public sort of like 
peeing on you, sort of claiming yeah, you was, in front of your, all your mark. Right, it makes a territorial move in uh, front of other work people. I think it's a little like I would bristle at that. Uh, Thank oh. you. Okay. Yeah. Bristle, bristle, oh, I didn't bristle. realize it was territorial like that. That's kind of weird. It felt like it was it. territorial. Yeah. Well, that's like, how I I'm interpreted fucking it. her. Well, he saw me uh, talking to another guy, and, and oh, oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But but I'm like, it's mostly men in the comedy world. Yeah. So I, you know, I to me it's casual chatting, but I am a flirty bird, you know. So, but what matters most is that your attention was drawn to it. So I think, you know, that still indicates that there's a problem. Yes. Oh, I thought you were going to like point out like, yes, you do have a problem because I've noticed this happens. Well, no, I, I, I started <laughs> with that. Like therapy. I do. I, oh, uh, I have seen but, oh, yes. but Thank you for the concession <laughs> that, uh, that yeah. maybe he, maybe he was, you know, That's overstepping a, yes. a bound. It's I, true. I, I think, do feel like that. Happened. I think the mistake was it wasn't a formal date and we were seeing each other publicly for the first time oh. outside of having dated. And so it was like, ah, what's the code of blah, conduct? Blah. And then I like fumbled the football like completely, you know, so, he, so what <laughs> and I was like, no score. Well, you, you, that it was a handoff. Score. You thought it was. A, you thought it was a different kind of play. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm <laughs> he saying. Didn't, he didn't tell you that he was a handoff. Right, and he was like handing it off, and, then I, just, and I was like, I didn't see it coming. I'm sorry. So you were in front of. So you were talking to a guy, and then he came in and joined the conversation. It was like, by the way. We're fucking. Yeah, I mean, what the I, subtext. Just to catch me up a little bit. Well, the subtext. Well, this is so right now we're like rehashing. Oh god, well because we talked about it on the on, on da- extensively on, da- on, on Dave Neal's podcast. Yes, we did <laughs> sex actually. But, but quickly, I was talking to someone else. I missed the performance of this person, uh-huh. and then he came in, and then he ag- exited the stage and saw me talking to this guy uh-huh. who I feel was sabotaged a little bit. He okay. knew that I was going to see that guy perform. Yeah. I think you just need to stay away from the fucking comedy world. They just seem oh. like they're out to get your. Dating life. Well, I was really professional about it at first, where in in the sense of I was like, yeah, I don't, I'm not into this. I wasn't socializing a lot. I was like, I go do the show, and then I was like, I work out at six in the morning, gotta go, and I'd mm-hmm. be out. And now I've sort of, yeah, I'm like, well, I mean, the guy's handsome. Yeah, <laughs> I, I've already said I've slapped your wrist, and I said move on. Baby. All right, all right, move on. I agree. We're moving on, so we're clearing all the decks. Clearing the decks. He's I off even, the chart. I, yeah, I even then like he you failed. Know, I went on a, this he's date. a B minus. Yeah, yeah. He's <laughs> she rated him already. Yeah, someone, some uh, listeners emailed us about the B minus guy. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I'm it's terrible. So, poor guy. He's known as the B minus guy on TNA. Yeah, That's but for tough. very clear have, like, reasons, I'd rather be like I'd rather be, be an F guy than a B minus guy. You know, because you're making a statement. Oh, yeah, yeah, like at least like you moved someone. Like B minus is like <laughs> you're just. Mediocre. I'm sorry, but like <laughs> you know, you was, just. You know, yeah, he was like tepidly frustrated, and so didn't <laughs> yeah, give me a good minus. performance. So emotional Horrible. communication could have made it all better, a lot better. Instead, we're talking about on multiple podcasts. Well, I'm actually really curious about something you said earlier. You were talking about being really honest about the people that you're dating, like, out loud. Right, yeah. And I've, I've been, uh, so actually, funny enough, oh, I was, uh, that, that book that we were talking about, uh, Radical Honesty. Remember yeah. the, remember yeah. the Radical Honesty? Oh, yeah. You guys read that? We love no. that. No. Tell us. What? Okay. Actually, I only read the article. Right. This is, this is, <laughs> I'm going to be honest. I've actually only read the article, and uh, it's about uh, basically saying whatever comes to your mind. Yeah, well, so can I say, the last year I made my New Year's resolution to say what I'm thinking. Yeah. Oh, yeah? Yeah. What, what are you thinking right now? <laughs> well, well, I guess you were I'm, thinking about that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll t- we'll t- that'll be better that later. We'll test it out. I mean, I know they say women can multitask, but that was the thought. <laughs> <laughs> I was I've been thing. told I might have more testosterone. Anyway, go ahead. So, yeah. Was, yeah. So, how? So, uh, so basically, yeah. And so, I think that's kind of a form of radical honesty, right? Like, when you thought, was there a moment when you were thinking about maybe saying something about this guy that you were dating out loud to someone and you were like, oh, me not say that because that would let the cat out of the bag type thing you know yeah was there there were moments like that i think there were yes yeah yeah that, yeah that, and that, i get secretive and yeah well i talk in my stand-up i talk about liking my men telenovela style because my family's colombian yeah. <laughs> and uh and it's, it's a great i'm very happy with my joke about it but uh but it is you know clearly some deep-seated i'm like i don't know i seem to relish and feel very at home with like complicated triangles of secrecy and drama <laughs> and, and like that gets and, and that gets me like a thrill and i'm like ooh, feels good sounds exhausting i'm alive yeah well i started noticing patterns and then i wrote a joke about it <laughs> yeah and now you have to and that this is the, the the curse of the comedian is that you have to continue being that way because to tell that joke authentically if it's a really good joke you can't like ever right, not be a drama queen now you have to actually well, I don't do want it. to it's called acting it. It's yeah. called acting, oh, it's acting. Yeah. Okay. and we're trained. Oh, you're trained. Okay, yes. good. <laughs> yeah. It's not a shtick. It's acting. But I, I did have that thought where I thought, you know, okay, people that I'm dating or whoever, you know, I'm putting this persona out there now. So now they're going to go, oh, she's going to be seeking out this telenovela all the time. I'm like, no, I mean, not all the time. 
you know, have I had those experiences? And so now they're part of my narrative, mm-hmm. my public kind of story. Yeah. 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 But I, yeah, exactly. They're kind of two different things, which is, which is challenging. And I think you have to be very upfront with like people that you're dating in that capacity. Cause I think it's, it can be, we've, we've dabbled a, like on previous shows, this has come up, but that idea of is, you know, your daily life. Like I wake up and I put a pair of pants on the same way you do, right? That idea and like brush my teeth. Like I'm a human too, but I have cultivated this performance piece that is using my physical representation of me, right? Like I, like I get on stage, it's me, my body, my voice. Mm-hmm. Then you go, well, isn't that true? And you're like, yes, it's an artistic truth. It's true for that moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's, and it maybe at some point was true. And, um, and I like to, con- and I, and I'll only use the story as long as I think there is truth to be gained. Like the humor of it is to also, I don't know, bring awareness to the, to the, I don't know, fucked upness of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I'm intrigued with this radical honesty. Oh yes. No, I, because like, like I'm thinking about it and you know, yeah, T you mentioned it and then you mentioning it. I'm like, yeah, I kind of like it because really like the only thing, the only thing where, where it could really go wrong, the only way I think it could go wrong is if you have like like I remember when I'm a, like being a kid right and you like get in you're in an emotional state or you become angry or um frustrated or something and and like I I remember as a kid like really having to control things that would fly out of my mouth that I didn't mean you know or, or were intended to be manipulative or right cutting. or like I hate you or like fuck out or whatever you know and then I but I really had to like so I was so Impact uh, anyway, whatever. I I was spark what? sparkly yeah. As, yeah. A, as a child. You sparky? know what I mean? But you were spark. You were you were quick to spark. I was yes, <laughs> spark- but um, yeah, sparkle or sparky? Sparky. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but so I really had to learn to keep um, to Blame, not, not let those like like emotional uh, comments fly off the hand. But that's I feel like that's totally different from radical honesty. Radical honesty I feel like would come from more from my gut. And, and I think like, that you'd also be expressing how you're actually feeling in the moment. Like, you know, right now, like, I'm really feeling really angry. I'm feeling like I, you know, like I hate you. That really pisses me uh, off. <laughs> but I, I realize that, you know, maybe in 15 minutes, I'm going to calm down and it's, I'm going to have to think about this a little bit. But, you know, this is just something. You know, and so you're kind of explaining the kind of how you're feeling in the moment, which is funny enough, that's kind of how we play the questions game a lot of times. Speaking of the questions. <laughs> <laughs> There's a questions game. What? I like the questions game. So, so this is... Uh, this is something that we, well, I, I'd say the reason we talk about it on the show is because we, it's a way, it's like a simple way to help people go deeper in their relationships, on their dates, whatever. And it's something that Obi and I kind of have done. I don't even know if I actually called it the questions game. Maybe you had the name for the questions game. Oh, yeah. Game. No, I, I make it, I you make know, it, a, we're playing You make it a game. game. Yeah. 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 And so it's like game. on a date and Obi and I, have, we played this with each other. We played it with friends on the show. We've done it, you know, and it's like. It's really the there's there's a couple things. I mean, one is like you're you're gonna go and ask a question that's gonna really help somebody reveal something about themselves, and then also as the person that's answering the question, your job is to see if you can go deep with what what they give you, you know. So it's kind of like as deep as you can possibly it's like go. It's a prompt, yeah. you know. You know, with radical honesty. Totally. I mean, it's it's basically that's what you, that's your that's the practice for you're actually doing it like you're yeah. answering the question. I was thinking we could just play that here. That was, that was, <laughs> Let's do it. I, I, I did that. I did it without calling it a game on MDMA on an art. <laughs> 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 yes. With my, MDMA will do that. Yeah. Man. Exactly. <laughs> my boyfriend. That could be a really interesting podcast. It was wild. We were so MDMA honest. Yeah, the drugs will do that. Yeah. Things yeah. were flying out of my mouth, and I was like, "Wow, I just said that to him." <laughs> How did you feel? And he's owning it. It felt great. I think it felt great because by the way the person I was with was very um, open and accepting of what I said so there was a receiving of it without a judgment without a a condescension you know it was it was like great wow honest information that empowers me to be with you yeah and that's the beauty of MDMA too is that you really are like open and there's like a, I mean, you know, so there's been actually studies that they've been studying MDMA on, on using for post-traumatic stress. Yeah. You know? Well, they, they they started, they were using it in psychotherapy for, right. right. And, they, and they still are, hopefully. Like, well, so but it's like it. a, but, I have yeah. to say every time, like I've been doing MDMA, um, like the, maybe the past six months occasionally. And, but each time I've done it intentionally, like setting for an sure. intention mm-hmm. yeah. and really using it as a therapy thing. It's fucking mind blowing. Yeah. Totally. Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, 
Yeah, we should talk. I, after I'm the show. kids. Don't do drugs. But, <laughs> but, I, know. but well, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, in a, in a well, I, yeah, I guess responsibly is kind of the key word. I, I will say I felt like at Burning Man there were. Well, I don't want to. It's not because we're Burning Man, but like there were a couple moments with people where maybe I was I had done MDMA that evening for the first time and I actually and I had a very interesting dynamic experience that I was taking in and as I was coming down someone said well here take another one just here another one you know so, you, so you're not tired you know you go back up yeah. and I was like no that that was the event I, <laughs> I took it I had an interesting ride tonight on it and now I'm processing I don't need to go back up yeah. I kind of like for me I, I, t- I, I you know, like for your I, comfort level when we did ayahuasca it was like I feel like I listened to it's like okay I feel like there's a journey I was intended to go on or some part of my yeah. being needed or wanted clarity on something or whatever and and it's like when I'm coming down it's like I've either achieved that or not yet and I use that to dictate whether or not I take more or not, you know, based on... Good point. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, thank <laughs> you. But what's this questions game? Oh, yeah. Are okay. we playing okay. the questions Actually, game? we're going to take a little break, and then we'll do the questions game. Oh. Do you guys want to sign yeah, us up? Yeah, we're going to take a little break. So uh, this is TNA Talk Sex, and we'll be right back after this little break. Welcome back to TNA Talk Sex. We are here with TNA, and this oh is Dude God. Panel. Dude Panel is here taking over. We <laughs> want to remind you that if you are enjoying the show, which clearly you are because you wouldn't be listening this long, so we really, really, really would love to see some iTunes reviews. And here's a little secret. iTunes reviews, it's kind of like iTunes SEO. I don't know if people realize this, but iTunes has this thing where like, the more reviews and ratings you get... The, the more they love you and then they just send you free iPhones all the time so <laughs> if you get like 100 reviews they send you like a free iPhone it's really wonderful and this is not true but they I'm might like, well, what is true though we'll find out the more reviews you leave the more reviews uh, the more love help us feel. cross the that bridge love. and we'll let you know what iTunes does <laughs> we'll we'll exactly exactly so what you should do is you can go to iTunes uh, leave a rating review while you're there might as well subscribe because then you can get, as well. then you can get the episodes delivered right to your phone or Podcast listening device, whatever you choose to <laughs> listen to podcasts on, and um, and while you're at it, head over to Dude Panel Radio because that's what that's here. Obi and I are doing this. We're the we're the ow, takeover. Ow. We're oh, these yeah. crazy, crazy renegade podcasters <laughs> taking over and living here on your couch. And so uh, you can go over there and you can subscribe and, and leave us a review too. You can even talk about TNA in our review. We, you can yeah, get, you can get like crazy. That. Like, what did you, you could, like about the Dude Panel you know? TNA? <laughs> momentary marriage yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 and you can do that and so welcome back to the show yeah. um we are here well playing done. the questions game thank you i did a radio <laughs> so show in college good. actually for, oh like, i did like radio awful. in college yes i did radio in high school i was i used to throw a mountain or a, a football over a mountain uh a long time ago in, in, in college yeah. so I just, wow just a That's little a, fun fact i'm not even that <laughs> I, I once i used to do brazilian jiu-jitsu and i once pinned a russian man and he yes and i flipped him and threw him to the ground and he went oh you're very strong for a woman and i used to do taekwondo and was almost a black belt and wow. uh, got into oh, a fist shit. fight and uh, punched this girl we should start school? a fight club yeah Instead wow. of this, this whole podcast, it was deserved. It had to happen. Uh, these piss- now, people were going to kill me. I'm serious. I'm this like blonde, pretty, quiet, shy thing, and they're all, uh, anyway, oh yeah, it's a people story. hate the pretty shy girls. My yeah. friend was ridiculed in high school for being it was pretty awful. And shy. I was tormented. It had to come to a stop. I could not turn another cheek. I'm not. I'm not <laughs> my mother Too was many like, cheeks have been turned. <laughs> I'm, I'm not kidding. There is something about like if you're pretty and people want your attention and you don't give no. it. Because you're shy, because they sh- decide that oh, you that are a bitch. Yes, they're yeah. like, oh, she's just a stuck-up bitch. I'm like, no, people, I'm cripplingly shy, Having and I have emotional like, anxiety. Isn't that up? God, it is. they lynched me off the bus. It was awful. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. it was really traumatic. I'm serious, <laughs> and a really traumatic, at, like, like adolescent yeah. time that was wrought with like bullying and wow. insecurity. And it like it took me. My mom like put me in martial arts to boost. She's like, you know, just you it'll make you feel insecure. Yeah. You know, and then when this girl finally actually made a physical move on me in gym class in the locker room, I'm like, it was curtains for her. 
Yep. I was still a white belt, but my my master, who was an amazing man, like they really teach you how to how to pack a punch and like how to yeah. form your fist. And I just it was just perfect, perfect synchronicity the way right. my fist hit her upper lip. Do you guys know that the indentation where your upper where your lip, you know, like with yeah, the, the cleft part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is a that's the place where you can really throw someone off balance. So that's where you're supposed to hit. So uh, if I touch, I'm touching yeah. over here. If I go like this and push you right here. Yeah, because I pushed my head back. Totally, and it yeah. really knocks your center of balance. Oh, off. Wow. so I, I did I that, learned. and I and I hit her like it was really up front and close, yeah. and I like hit her, and she launched like ten feet back <laughs> into the. I'm twelve. That's yeah, I'm, like, awesome. Seventh grade. That's amazing. Um, were there repercussions? Well, okay, so I still have the scar. It was a whole scene; wow. like the whole locker room went dead quiet, and I literally uh, had this thick trail of blood, like <gasps> dripping off my that middle is so finger. Badass. And like if someone pooling, came in and took a photo, like pooling right on the floor, Karate and, Kid with Hillary Swank. And I basically, I basically just like totally. If anybody else wants some of this, knocked out. Like this girl's mouth was bloody. She had like braces. Wow. It was bad. Oh, and like, damn. and braces. all my friends were like looking at me like, you are going to die. <laughs> like you are or done. Like, wow. You're a, I was wow. terrified, but, um, she but, had braces and you're, you're, you punched her cause that you punched you know, her out of it her braces. It was bad. I mean, tough. no, I didn't punch her. <laughs> <laughs> punched her out. <laughs> punched her out of her braces. It was teeth flying. <laughs> so, no, but listen, but there, I really do feel like there comes a moment again like years i had sustained of like traumatic bullying bullied. and there comes a moment when you just like can't. you have to do you ha- sometimes you have to go to that level and it just took that one punch okay yes they sicked the like really tough eighth grade girl after me and she showed up at my lockers in the next really? two days literally they're like uh, 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 they're like I don't even remember the eighth grader's name. Kate Dodds was the girl I hit. We, we're now like we we made amends, you know. But, it, but it oddly bonded you. Well, because like literally, like that set the tone for the rest of my school career. Like it, like it yeah. established uh, a respect because yeah. and. Yeah. Um, that's awesome. And, and the, the bullying to your girls the, too for giving you that confidence yeah. centering yeah. Uh, with, yeah. with the skill set. That's really it. Totally changed my choice. life. That punch. <laughs> I'm serious in a great way. And like that's my awesome. like I became I like anyway. It's I, funny because all these emotions came up for me. I, I actually I don't think I don't think I was the bully, but I was an unruly child. And um and I I had fights with the boys in the schoolyard and um. And I would like defend the girls that they were picking on. So when someone was being picked on, I would stand up for them, yeah, and I would yeah. get in in fist fights and Good like for scrappy you, fights. Girl. Yeah, I've always I've always been a defender of the of the small fry. <laughs> Thank you. As a small fry, we've been at the same school. Yeah, we've been at the same school. I mean, naturally, we're together now. I would have <laughs> been there. That's really funny. God, that all started. I feel like we shared two little anecdotes. Do you? Do you do you guys have random? <laughs> yeah, what are your random facts? Have you ever been in a fist fight? We're touching, by the way. So Buddha you and I are touching. Oh, we're, 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 we're going deeper. So that's, nice. what, okay. that's what we do with the, it's nice to these touch. podcasts. Can I take yeah. your hand? Um, you may. Do I have any random anecdotes? Wait, we have to show the camera. Buddha like, and I are holding hands. Okay. Did you, um, like, she's like, I did jujitsu and knocked this man on his back and I kicked this yeah. guy's butt. Like, Radical it, honesty. What came you, to mind? Did you really yeah. throw a football over a mountain? No. Okay. I was just trying to be cool because you guys all had things. It was from Napoleon Dynamite, so. kind of a Napoleon Dynamite reference. Yeah. Thing, I got that. I got that. It was, uh, wow. Uh, what did I do? Uh, I, <laughs> this was really not. A good thing. I got in a fight with a with a really huge girl in sixth grade. She was like towering over everybody, and she would like she was actually the bully. Oh, because she was huge. Wow, like she was probably like thirty two, and we were all like ten. Thirty two. Wow, <laughs> like age. That's, what, like that's years? what it seemed like. Oh, like she like, hadn't graduated. Yeah. Do you always back. exaggerate so much, Obi? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's totally real. What are you she talking about? She was huge. I just want to say that she was huge. Yeah. 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 It's good. So, so, so you was, stood was, up to the bully. Yeah, I was the defender of the... Uh, defender of the small fry. <laughs> the kids who weren't as big as she was. <laughs> oh, there we go. She's did like she attack you? German or something. She was huge. Did she, but, but wait, did you just go up to... <laughs> He's like, I did not abuse her. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Uh, did I attack her? No. I know. I mean, like, did she like? Was she like being like? Abrasive yeah, I, I forget. We were like in the field or something, and then uh, she was like pushing people around or something, and like pushed her, and then we ended up wrestling. It was really. Did you was, get squished? Uh, no, I put her in a headlock though. Nice. Yeah. 
Headlocks are good for calming people. Yeah, it was good, like like containing, cutting off their it was like containing the situation, <laughs> as opposed to putting any real damage. Well done. It's good. This will be the new you guys bo- TNA def- talk self defense. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. We're defenders. Well, we're all defenders I, I, of the small fries. I started to want to bring it back to like sexuality in some way, and I thought I I don't know if I've ever liked a, a headlock, but I I used to enjoy like a good little like wrestle tussle with like my lover wrestling for yeah. sure yeah, yeah i would say yeah. i Here's had a lover thing a few with months that, ago who was like i call him sort of the he was very like animal like you know we definitely yeah. had this like fun like you know <laughs> i do feel like like tussle. like you know how your mother i grew up with three brothers okay and yeah. and two older one younger and so there's constant wrestling um and my mother was always like you know someone's gonna get hurt and for sure for fucking sure like it always yeah. ended badly right like and i do feel like right and i do feel like with adult play wrestling the the few encounters i've had it does end up taking on some kind of a serious note mm. you know or like something happens where somebody does either gets emotionally hurt or just like there becomes there's a disturbance in the field mm. that happens and so I, I it, have backed down from yeah. playful wrestling with my lovers. Can I say I had a moment, by the way, when I was dissecting this, the the lover that I this whole like weird thing that happened with the comedian. Yeah. And I had a moment where I was like trying to like shift the game sexually. And I did sort of try to like get like a like a chase game going where I kind of like moved away. And he was like, what are you doing? And I was like, you're supposed to come at me. <laughs> Oh, did he say that at the time? Yeah. He said, what are you doing? Yeah, he was like, what are, what are you doing? Like, why are you moving your vagina uh, away from my penis? Like, yeah, I mean, he didn't say that. But like, yeah, he was like, what's going And then I was like, okay, well, that didn't work. <laughs> didn't get a didn't get a razzle out of him. I've learned I've learned some. So I used to wrestle in high school and, and oh. I've taken some of my wrestling techniques from high school and applied them to relationships. So uh, wait, relationships or sex? Well, both, but I mean, I guess like the women I was with, and I'm more specific thinking of Paolo. So Paolo's six feet tall. Who's who's your um, just for the wife. listeners' yeah, wife? Yeah, and, yeah. wife in the midst of breakup. So it's like so she's 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 tall. I mean, she's not like she's not like athletic strong, but she's passionate strong. Amazing fiery. And so I've actually so and we will we'll wrestle and we'll do that stuff and. She doesn't really know how to like kind of temper herself so much so that like she doesn't get hurt or I doesn't don't get hurt. hurt. You, yeah. So what I've learned to do, and and again the wrestling skills have really helped. I've actually come up with some like positions that I can get her in where she can't. You immobilize like, her. She can't bite me. She can't oh, scratch that's fun. me. Oh, yeah. that is fun. I actually yeah. It's like I've <laughs> I like got, that. I actually was, it was very hot. So much so that I was thinking about. Even, and then you take her. That's so good. Yes. 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 That's where my imagination goes. He immobilizes me and then takes me. Yes. So excited. I like that. You should should come up with a book. Fifty Shades of Wrestling. (laughs) (laughs) Were you finishing? Yes. Oh, I was finishing. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And um, so, anyways, it's actually been it's been really useful because if I didn't have those skills, I we like we would get hurt more. And so it's actually like about like how do I immobilize her? Right. That's not really the sexy. I mean, it's not as sexy to think mobilizing, but it's like, um, can I actually sh- can I show you? One? Yes, okay. please. You guys have to okay. not dictate. We will this narrate okay, um, we'll though, for those of you team. watching on Facebook because we're live okay. Facebook live streaming for the first her. time. Here for the so, so this is this is what I do. So okay, okay so, so he's standing behind her and her and, <laughs> and T's arms are crossed <laughs> below her breasts. I cross off now. The key is I can't be here because she could like bite me or scratch me, right? You can't or be like kick you. Right? <laughs> I kind of go like this. Okay, so he puts. Get, like, I'll, I'll get like a distance, or I'll even if I, if it's bad, I'll use my knee. <laughs> okay, so he 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 basically p- takes his head away from her head, so she can't out. bite. Like, he could talk like, into the mic here. Like she can't. Like she can't get out like this. This is really useful, especially if she's like really like wild. Like if she's like she's. This is, you know, right. So he's standing behind her with her, like holding her arms, and um, and uh, and uh, and then he, so you basically put your head or your knee in her middle back so that she can't like reach around. Yeah, I and, need distance. I need yeah. distance from her. Okay, she wants yeah. to get dinner. Yeah. Oh, that makes that sense. So, so like, if I do, you know, if I'm here, like. This this is tough. Like there's she's because again yeah. the biting is the thing. If he's in the front of her, the then she can <laughs> bite, bite. She scratch. He's biting his face. And he's scratching because like, and, and then you have to you know, protect the balls and stuff like that. Balls always <laughs> yeah. need to be protected. Like, Frontal like, is no good. Time. 
you know, she'll go crazy. Like, I mean, it's not. <laughs> can we can we do a, a little like service announcement? Don't don't go for the balls, ladies. If you're listening, especially if you're play wrestling with it's your lover, play. not he's not going to be able to you take you after serious. he immobilizes you. Yeah, you don't understand. Right. <laughs> yeah. I would that. never go for the balls if I was play I, wrestling I with my with my partner. You. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> Obi, if we ever play wrestle <laughs> before <laughs> lovemaking, you never I won't go for your balls. Well, and sometimes this was against even, my best interest. <laughs> like, this wasn't even necessarily play wrestling. I mean, like, if we were, if she was upset or like, I mean, not that, you know, we're like a abusive couple, but like, yeah. I don't know. I think it's because I can, I can hold down a pretty, um, like I can hold down a pretty good space if a woman's emotional. So there's mm-hmm. kind of a lot of leeway for Paula to get really crazy and, and then physically You mean like you too. just like remain calm and let yeah, her Yeah, I can remain really calm. Bounce. And also just with the whole wrestling skills, like I yeah. could actually immobilize her. And <laughs> so like, you know, and that, so it, so that's that's kind of why it ended up being the way it is. Like I don't again again I don't rec- definitely recommend that for everybody, but there are times when it's nice to know how to to. to you know, yeah. I will say going. So I just um had my my Burning Man lover was in town and he just left this morning, and he did this kind of technique as well where, um he was very naturally dominant in bed without being dominant i mean i, I appreciate no, i think this. that is okay i think that is to be dominant is to have a naturally mastery. be dominant no no, no to to, to to have a mastery of dominating with a tender touch exactly and so and he um so what but he was very good at um like if I if I so if I'm under him and I'm like I was you know I talked about this on our Burning Man show like the the amazing sexual revelations I had with this man so mm. go back and listen to that one to hear the whole yeah, story episode one eleven um, <laughs> but he he was very good about like if I was getting really aroused and like you know grabbing at him or pulling yeah, on his hair Zobi for that. Obi has just no hair ahead. but like if I was pulling yeah, he had long hair if I was pulling on his hair or like yeah. grabbing or something it's like some points he would say easy easy <laughs> nice and but and it was because uh, because it was this sort of dominant thing where I was yeah. like really totally putting myself in his hands I like yeah. listened yeah and it really it did feel like and at times he would kind of position himself to immobilize those um they weren't lash out but like the extra energy yeah. and it just yeah. was a, a yeah. another signal for me to relax well, and nice. uh, calm down and receive you know? I, I like i what you're saying i i've there are times where i need to right release energy so i sort of do like the blunt like you can use your arm to like hit the chest or something but like i always check with him that it's okay but i feel like that's sort of a softer Channeling of my free energy so instead right, of flailing is, and hitting the arm. The situation there is you're on <coughs> but what, top, you're on top of someone. If he's on bottom? top of me, okay, right. And so, so you push up against with your yeah. Oh, as a yeah. But listen, or but like what I, even the arm, like I can. So Buddha, if you come yeah, in, yeah, yeah. Uh, kind of just just like this kind of. Like so she's you can just use like your forearm, not, right? Like so, I'm, just, I'm like maximizing the surface area so that I'm not I'm not just punching, right? Yeah. I'm gonna hit with the arm so that there's like a. You know, or or I'll have my arm around you on the back, right? right. So your back, I might I might kind of hit like that. I feel like what this I, whole area, <laughs> upper chest, back, spastic, arms is like good. just go, just yeah, right, I'll, right. I'll yeah. squeeze the biceps, yeah. which you I just go well, so then I'm not there. But I, hurting, <laughs> but I'm. I'm but I will that say out. that my experience of not letting my energy out in that way meant that by relaxing, I I actually became even more aroused because I was allowing, I wasn't blocking that energy and mm, like right. I wasn't clamping it or like hitting yeah. something with it. And it was, it was, it was, it actually like went through my sexual organs and my, and like made me wait because you relaxed when he said, yeah. To? So like okay. instead of, you know, hitting really, yeah. him or grabbing or like expending energy, energy in that way, you used it differently. I, I like, I would relax and then let it go through me mm, and it actually made me orgasm and feel like so much more and feel so much more pleasure. Mm-hmm. So that's that was awesome. a really new Ooh, experience. Love that. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Love that. I'm going to try that. There's also uh, I mean, yeah. noise too. I mean, if you could, you know, assuming you're, you're in a space that you feel safe to scream, I mean, you know, that's, that's a very good way to release energy and sex. And But again, you know, if you don't, like I'm pillows. not saying don't mute, but like how do, how can you channel it? Uh, pillow. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm just saying, like, if you don't, if you, if you, if you, like, I've really been paying attention to sound and and also, like, the different, the different octaves my voice goes into and how when I'm in a lower, like, really more seated in my chest moaning, it's actually more, um, 
I don't. I like. It. I have to do a real study about this, could, but it's could a different. You demonstrate like it's deeper. It's know. coming from a it's deeper like, place. Like a, uh. like instead of like like there's like sometimes <laughs> I'm like I find that when I'm like ah, 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 it's because yeah. I'm actually like I'm breathing faster and I'm like building the energy, mm-hmm. you know, and like mm-hmm. bringing it up through my body mm-hmm. versus um like a ah, 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 yeah. you know like a deeper and like that's when it's a deeper like I'll orgasm yeah. more from that lower place. Yeah. Well, it seems like the first one is. And this has just been my experience with different women. So I don't know if this is exactly you, but it seems that when I hear that noise, can you do, just do it again? And again? <laughs> right. When I hear that, oftentimes what I find is that it's a woman kind of trying to get to an orgasm. Like it's that. It's like it's her. Um, and when and then the, the second yeah, noise that you made you is a it, to me is really good because I'm like, oh, she's like. She, she's she's actually focusing more on relaxing her body mm-hmm. rather than rather than coming. Right, right, and right. I, and yeah. I and I feel like that, you know, and especially the women that I've been with that are that are, I would uh, more have better sex skills. Yeah, tend to go toward the relaxing more. Yeah, the right. orgasms yes. happen or whatever or not. But no, it's like, I hear you. Yeah, and and that's and this that's why like I really want to do a real study and like talk about it on the show, which we let's, are now. Thank let's you. Do a study. <laughs> <laughs> Where like um, I have noticed. Um, sinking into more authenticity in my sex voice where I feel like there's times when like um uh, yeah I think like when I'm doing the higher voice more or something it's like performance kind of yeah or more depend for some people that higher voice might well, be I, I, whatever you know yeah I hear it, you but I mean I guess it's like it, it you're right I think it's just more about it's not a relaxed space and so the more I and like yeah. sink into the relaxed space. There's better pleasure and I'll go and do. I what I'll do is, I mean, if I can. And this different people are trained different ways, so it depends on how long it takes them to get this. But I I want them to breathe with me, and then what I'll try to do is um, I'll if if I sense that they're following my breathing, which takes some time to kind of like you know to kind of breathe with them, and and then I'll breathe a little deeper every time and try to get them so that's like. Uh, yeah, and like that, and then, yeah. and and if I can get them breathing like that while there's stimulation and pleasure, uh, it's you know that's that's really that really yeah, works. That's, oh, that's, yeah, that's yeah for yeah. I'm gonna say for all. I'd like to try ladies. that. Sure, I feel like that was no. I think I had something similar. <laughs> we have a lot of te- experimenting to do. <laughs> I had that in my tantric massage at Burning. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you know, he was breathing with me and right. moving in sync, and and probably encouraging yeah. you to breathe deep. They also right. talk about breathing out of sync. As well. Well, you know, all of this reminds me of dance and also singing. So when you're talking about hitting these higher notes, when you're relaxing and going deeper into your, you know, in the chest and, you know, you think about the diaphragm. I mean, it's all very similar. Um, it's like bring what you do in singing to sex, you know, or, right. or mm-hmm. even in dance, you're creating rhythms, right? And any, but, but there's still syncopation, you know? So it's like, yeah. if it's arrhythmic or rhythmic, you're still creating a, a pattern. Yeah. Right. And I find like being like when I'm breathing really deeply, I find myself more in my body. And when I'm breathing like like really lightly or shallowly, I'm in my head. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And right. So, which is, I think, what that. <laughs> yeah. But it, that yeah. girl, girly thing. <laughs> yeah, but it's a little so, higher up in the head. From, yeah. But I, but I do think that sometime at some point that higher, faster, more chest spaced breathing like helps like ignite something. It I don't can, know. It I mean, can be a good. It's all good. You know, it's all release in I'll some to, way. I have but, to verify that. So let me get back to you. No, I, you know I, I think mean? I've had where I'm enjoying it. But I agree that it is. I'm not deepening during that. That's usually a, an earlier phase. Yeah. My, of right. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I also feel like um oh shit no i forgot the thought well so i'll say so one of the things i noticed too um when women are in that space i mean there's times when you're you know you're you are actually just building toward an orgasm that's cool but i sort of have i i notice when 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 women are are doing that like quick breathing and then and i sense that there's sort of an agenda to for an orgasm i lose the connection with them so i'm i'm actually just mm. feeling what i'm really feeling is that there's like she's replacing what's going on here with something in her head okay and so that it may or may not associate with the breathing but it tends to match well up. let me let me um illuminate my experience well i'll share my experience maybe that helps but guys we're way over break we are then. but let me finish okay, this thought go ahead. so um i've been like um, <laughs> waiting for a good oh break. The audience, <laughs> good. the audience is pissed. They're like, I can't believe <laughs> they haven't taken a break. Yet. Go ahead, go ahead. No, but um, but the short breathing for me, like, it's not necessarily uh, like I'm going toward orgasm. It's just 
um, I feel like it can be a tool. Like it, the energy, the energy you is in waves, up, right? Like, yeah. To to make it like a different rhythm, to change the rhythm, which isn't necessarily gearing it toward orgasm, mm-hmm. but it is like it's like just changing the rhythm from a slower, like deeper wave and then it just somehow feels like time to like okay we're gonna quicken and and like bring it here and which doesn't necessarily mean orgasm but then it's gonna go here it's just yeah it's like a dance move yeah so to Mm -hmm. me it's just a it can be like a transferring of i remember what i wanted to say we have to take a break no (laughs) i know i know i know i'm gonna say this and then we are taking a break but it's just about sound and what you were saying i think it's really interesting a stephanie about like deepening into it um and but or or even relaxing and maybe not letting the sound out because you can channel the energy elsewhere but that said i also find that being releasing sound can be part of my arousal and it brings me it can bring me closer to orgasm even though it's yes but i'm not talking about clamping down like because any clamping down is not what i mean by Mm -hmm. redistributing the energy but i think like there were times when i've had sex um like uh, sort of drunk or disconnected mm-hmm. and I would be screaming you know right. like ah you yeah. know and to me for me that was like just was just a deflation over of energy completely yeah, and like it was just out an here. out of like mm-hmm. a disconnected sound right mm-hmm. so and it's like sound for sound's sake whereas there can be sometimes there is almost like this if I'm hitting this deeper like guttural sound it's it that's yeah I find that it becomes part of the sexual experience um for both of us, I would think. Yeah. Oh, nice. And with that, we're going to take a small break. This is TNA <laughs> yeah. Talk Sex. We are talking about sex. We're also moaning about sex, which is wonderful. <laughs> mm. And we'll be right back. Welcome back to TNA Talk Sex. This is the Dude Panel Takeover Edition. <laughs> and the Obi and Buddha from Dude Panel are here, and I'm talking about myself in third person. And we are back talking about sex noises. And <laughs> uh, <laughs> it was it's like perfect. Sex sounds 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 more pleasurable. Sex sounds than noise. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah. You're and, right. Sex sounds because <laughs> there are noises that happen during sex that are less. So this is something all erotic. This is something that we this is maybe a longer conversation, but we're going to be recording another podcast after this. So maybe we'll do a little maybe like a part two next. Yeah. Uh, like, I worked that in like from it. before. Part two on uh, dude panel show. Part two and sex sounds. Um, so this is something that I've been playing with lately. And I call this I'm actually doing a little talk on it in a couple of weeks down in San Diego. I'm calling it conscious polarity. And it's basically um, where I'm with when I'm with women or just lovers i'm i'm saying let's drop let's drop gender for a second so let's drop the notion of i'm a man therefore i'm playing xyz role you're a woman therefore you're playing abc role and let's 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 go and do this dance based on maybe more skill and enthusiasm especially around sex maybe enthusiasm and let's and let's even go back and forth so i came up with this game (laughs) this game is great um i'm calling it the tapping game i guess um, and this started about two years ago because I went on a date with a girl who mostly dates women. And one of the things I liked about her was that she was just really like she was beautiful and also usually would play a masculine role with women. So she had a very like tuned in masculine. Hmm. And so the, her fluidity in that was attractive to me because I consider myself that's something that I like about myself. And so we were making out and I came up with this game. I said, hey, let's do this. I'll tap you twice or you tap me twice. And that means we switch control. Mm. And yeah. And so we were, it was over like a park bench. Out control in or like, or would you say like leading? Polarity leading. Yeah. Because okay. it's pretty obvious when you're making out or having sex, who, like which polarity you're playing. Right. You know, yeah. and so, um, so the tap would be, you know, you could either tap it to take it or tap it to give it either way. Like an improv game. Kind of. Yeah. Like it's an improv, like a sexual improv game. And, um, and it was so much fun and it was so hot and it was just, it was wonderful. So I've since incorporated that and played it recently with several women. And um, one of the things that I've noticed about it, because I'm really geeking out on this lately, especially the polarity thing, is when I'm in my feminine, I will demonstrate the qualities of 
a woman, quote unquote, that I want her to demonstrate. So I will make a lot of noise. I will be, I will like gyrate. I'll, I will, and I've also had some really awesome teachers, right? (laughs) Like, especially Paola, like is, she's, uh, her feminine skills are off the charts. So I've actually, I can, I've learned a lot on like how to be feminine well. Mm -hmm. And, and I go there and I go there without, any shame because that's the game. Like the whole point is to switch back and forth when I'm in the masculine, like I do that really well and whatever. And so I would go back and forth and I'm, and actually role modeling how I'd like her to show up. And I'm learning about how she, uh, likes, I'm learning about what the role modeling, she's role modeling the masculine that she likes. And then we flip and vice but versa. Is it, is it genuine? I mean, or is there like, was it more of like a mental, like, right. Uh, when you're, when you're entering the feminine, when you say, yeah, is when you genuine? say that I'm, I mean, when you say like, well, I'm, I'm, I'm role modeling for her. Like, I feel like that would put me in my head. Well, no, I'm not. Con- that's not what I'm trying to do. It's just like a, it's a it, natural like it's a by it's a byproduct of right. what's okay. actually yeah. happening, which of course my goal so is to just of surrender, be in that be in the receiving and, yeah. and like, you know, be, do that well. And then when we flip, we flip, you know, and, and so well, and presumably the, the act of flipping, like she is now dominating in this way that allows you to receive pleasure. So then you're expressing yeah. Yeah, yeah. the receiving of it. Yeah. And, and she gets to switch. express that part of herself too which is normally comes with depending on what circles you're in comes with a little bit of guilt but like oh I'm, I'm too like you know westernized woman independent I should be all feminine and like no it's a, I like that part of you and I like the other part of you and let's just do both because yeah. we'll both we exist need both anyways it, yeah. you know so um, but the noises thing was what I wanted to bring that was kind of why I brought it up is this idea you know, like I, I'll do that and I will make a lot of noise because I'm, I'm wanting like right. I want that right it's signaling so important naturally yeah it's a natural signal but i will say and i say this on our show a lot but i feel like men in general the my lovers male lovers don't make enough noise and i and you know they're super silent and that's i don't i feel like it's unnatural when they're super silent i'm very it's, uncomfortable it's weird like yeah well, i mean it's very controlled yeah it's conditioned, yeah. conditioned uh, and controlled so, and okay so like i'm curious like so silent as in not even grunting or right 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 just no, no sound nothing yeah Nothing. Nothing. No, no singing. No, man. I'm looking for like an <laughs> opera. I mean, <laughs> come on. I, 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 no, no by I'm the way, teasing. I tell, I tell, I've now had several lovers where I address it. I mean, not in a confrontational I, yeah, way, right. but I'm yeah. like, hey, I noticed you didn't even make a sound when you <laughs> orgasmed. <laughs> Yeah, I wasn't that's sure that you for came. sure bizarre, <laughs> and but not I, even no, that. No, but even during finish, sex, I, I, yeah. if I, it turns me on to be able to hear you. Yeah, like, yeah. So I'm like, I, I want to hear you. I heard that a lot. I mean, you don't. You don't have to scream or groan. I mean, well, groan would be nice, but like, I want to hear the breathing pattern. I want to hear and, I, and feel right. And I do think that like a female, a feminine breathing pattern, a feminine receptive breathing pattern is different than a masculine breathing pattern. Mm-hmm. But there are there. I feel like there is a masculine breathing pattern. Yeah. Oh, well, well, either I, way, the yeah. fact that we're talking about that pattern, I'm like, to hear your breathing during your orgasm, like, is information for me. No, I saw, I've, got, I've gotten a lot of or feedback Even before, on that. not even, yeah. not yeah, even just during the whole orgasm. thing. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think, what I think is great. And, and, and so at times I'll, like, kind of, like, get just right up in your ear as it's happening. Yes, I love that. I love that. I always you're getting like a big, a really full experience. I want it in my ear. (laughs) I will say. No, really, really. I I get off from this. No, I get off from this. No, no, for sure. I find often partners can feel a little insecure about that if they haven't done it before. And Uh, I'm like, just right, just right in there. Just give it to me all, like all of it channeled into my eardrum. My Burning Mm -hmm. Man lover was very good at, uh, like it was like, it was so refreshing to have this, really you know balanced masculine sound and breathing thing happening and it was so erotic and and uh yeah it's wonderful to hear feedback as well as the as the feminine definitely i I think you know the the way that i experience myself making noise from masculine space is i mean there's a couple things there's obviously just your own pleasure and that kind of like groaning and being in that but i'm I'm in in the leadership role. I'm also leading her with the noise. Like I'm saying, right. yeah. I'm wanting, I'm encouraging right. more noise. Exactly. And, 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 yeah. and again, because I'm, and also because what I do in that masculine role is work on, it's the breathing. I'm so, I'm really in tune with the breathing. So I'm breathing deeply. And then by exhaling and making noise, I'm signaling, hey, we're breathing now. Because sometimes she might, and again, if it's someone that is like kind of part of my community and I know like, 
it's kind of instant. We just breathe together, like bam. But for the most part, if I'm like, hmm, like that, you can't ignore. It's like oh, something's mm-hmm. going on. Yeah. Oh, okay, <laughs> I get it. Oh, okay. And then and then I'm kind of like instead of instead of using words and be like, so what I'd like to do is breathe with me. Like, I'm just like I'm doing, <laughs> doing that, it, yeah. And and I'm Governed making the noise doing. to say noise is okay. Right. The neighbors don't care, or they do, and I don't care about the neighbors or whatever. And and then I'm also like taking her and deeper with like and it's kind of like a, it's like a cat almost like a cat purrs you know like the vibration I'm like the, I'm using that impact. vibration to like try to relax people in that way too mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Vi- and vibration, might I add go ahead no I was gonna say like the, the, this is one thing that my lover used uh, did exceptionally often and well and was using vibration during oral sex and it was but uh, I mean it, it, the way he his whole mouth like sort of cupped my whole vaginal area was amazing and then mm-hmm. add vibration on top of that mm, oh. so good yeah. I'm, I'm humming to the but this was during my tantric massage some of that happened too it was like when he when he put his heart uh chakra basically on my is it the sacral the one between the belly button and the like your pelvic in the, area in the back area no, no on the front like so he laid on, on top, he laid his chest like on pubic bone maybe or it's a it's your second chakra like okay. right above the, the pelvic okay. bone yeah yeah the second yeah okay okay but the yeah the pelvic area and he rested his chest there and then i i think even maybe the humming came from his own you know whatever relaxation and pleasure yeah well i'm like well wait it was a massage you know anyway uh but yeah he kind of sighed and there was a hum and i said oh that feels great so then he hummed more and it was like yeah and then there became this synchronized humming that just mm-hmm. you know yeah it allows for this like release and relaxation and yeah um, and yeah. the sensation moves through your whole body it's true we should all hum to like end the let's show do let's, yes. do it. let's do it well we're, we're rounding that corner mm-hmm. <laughs> you've been listening to TNA Talk Sex <laughs> for more on part two of sex Sounds? What sex was it? sounds sounds sounds. I want to get it right. Sex sounds. Um, we're gonna have um, TNA on Dude Penum Radio as a guest, but they're gonna be renegade hosts as well. It's gonna be we're gonna crazy. Take over. Yeah. We're crazy over. like that. And so you can uh, you can find that episode. We'll probably link to it in show notes for this episode as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and while you're on the website, you know, why don't you go head over to iTunes, leave a little review, like we talked about. Okay, we already talked about this, so you're gonna <laughs> do it. Um, and and uh, make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Uh, send send TNA an email. You know, we love emails. They, Advice they, at they TA Talk saw, I saw them open up an email earlier and they were just they were like enamored there was like there was like there was like hot flash it was like it was like it was like really mm-hmm. hot or yeah, like, they're like they're like oh our we fans are so sexy so it was like you know we love do it. that to help them out um it's great and um <laughs> and yeah and thanks for listening and what yeah check if you want to if you if you're like man uh i can't guys? get enough of these four <laughs> together these four are just magical you can go back i think probably what, what episode was it do you remember i don't know i don't but we were just if you look in the it was before the 100 TNA feed it was before, before 100. 100 we were at like 94 yeah, something okay. like that around yeah. there check yeah. the 90s yeah so, so, like the 90s. so you can find, back you can in the find, 90s we're in the, that's right <laughs> 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 and so stonewashed jeans we can kind of we were there back in the, um so dude panel was on episode 90 something and um yeah we love you guys so thanks for letting us we take over you your too. Podcast Thank and you. sleep on your couch all the time. Sleep on the couch. Awesome. Well, this is TNA Talk Sex. I'm T. And I'm A. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.